Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Instant Classic Podcast. My name is Jay Sub. With me, as always, my brother, Emory Ogletree II. What's going on, Tree? My brother, what's good, man? Listen, we got a lot of, you know, a lot of headlines going on in the NBA here lately as we get, a, as we're at the uh, All-Star break. Yeah. So let's, let's, let's jump in. Um, the end of the Brooklyn Nets was made official um, when Kevin Durant, the last piece, the last piece of the big three was dealt to the Phoenix Suns after uh, the Kyrie trade to Dallas about like a week earlier. What was your initial thoughts when you saw that Kyrie, no, I'm sorry, that Kevin was in Phoenix? <laughs> All's well that begin that ends well, you know. Yeah, I honestly, I honestly wasn't even bothered by it to be honest with you, because I can't say I wasn't surprised. You know. I think after Kyrie left, you you knew something was in the air. Something was in the works, so to speak. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right? Like, I expected something to happen. I didn't know if it was going to happen this season. But maybe after the season, something was going to go down. Yeah. And it's almost like everything just came, you know, full circle, right? Before everything went down with the Kyrie trade, even before as we got into the season, Kevin Durant was asked for a trade. Mm -hmm. And where do you want to go? He wanted to go to Phoenix, right? That was on his list. That was on his list. That's where he wanted to go. No, he and the brass sat down. I suppose they worked things out. Obviously, he stuck around. And then fast forward, Kyrie does what he does. He's in Dallas. And now KD finally got what he wants. I think, you know, the brass, the front office of Brooklyn just said, the hell with this. Blow it all up. Yeah. You know, I mean, if if the phrase live and learn (laughs) – Ever applied to anything, it applied to the Brooklyn Nets. I said, I'm going to go ahead and dust my shoulders off one last time, you know, for now, about this whole Brooklyn Nets situation because, as I said from day one, this was doomed to fail to begin with. You know, my other prediction, we'll get to that a little bit later. But in in the long run, man, you know, Kevin Durant going to Phoenix, excuse me. Here we go again. It doesn't bother me nearly as bad as Golden State because the dynamics are different slightly. I mean, here you have in the Phoenix Suns, what, two years removed from their finals appearance mm-hmm. when they lost to Milwaukee? Yeah. Now, I know that we said at the beginning of the season, and especially based off what we saw last year in the playoffs, where they were the one seed and they lost to Dallas, that you know, Phoenix was basically a good-looking regular season team that we didn't expect much to happen in the playoffs. Can't say that now. Now they got a guy. Yeah, they they got a guy. I mean, it's not that they didn't have a guy. I mean, Devin Booker is the star, the face, the face of the franchise. I mean, he has an all time great PG and Chris Paul, and now you got another addition in Kevin Durant. And it just made me sit there and think. Like, like I said, I don't look at it as badly as I did the Warriors. Mm-hmm. The Warriors were already proven. The they Warriors were a championship team. Exactly. The Warriors, you no know, beat Kevin. <laughs> came back three one. No, to get to that first NBA title and everything else. This time, it's just more so, it made me think when I thought about uh, something Kevin said during his press conference over there in Phoenix, talking about how he's one of the greatest players to ever play the game. And it's true. Yeah. You I will you will not get an argument from me. You won't get a, I, I won't denounce that whatsoever. But I think for me, in the long run, it just made me look at him this way. At this point, I feel like this dude's legacy is going to be obviously he's an all-time great player, but when I put him into a it put his whole legacy into a circle, I was like, dude, you're you were a mercenary. Mm-hmm. In the end, that's what you became. You had your you had your own franchise in the beginning. You know, for your own reasons, you decided to leave and go join a team that really didn't need you, but you went there, you got your two rings. You know, you were able to get off your bucket list because, you know, everybody kept on saying you didn't have those yet. You got two of those. And even as much as it bothered me, you were like, okay, well, you figured he stayed, but then he left and <laughs> goes to Brooklyn. Obviously trying to identify his own, you know, make his own stamp in terms of being like, you know, the guy to lead the team to a franchise. And as I said from the beginning, there was never a leader on that team to begin with. KD's not a leader. Mm-hmm. Now, in his play on the court, sure, but I mean, but in terms of vocal, I mean, you've never had a leader to begin with. Whether it was KD, Kyrie, James Harden, and definitely Ben Simmons. So, I mean, 
to see it all implode the way it did, it's just kind of like, all right, now here we go. And here you are in Phoenix now. And for your own sake and Chris Paul's sake, I'm not going to throw this all on Kevin Durant, but I, I will say this, though. If they don't win it all, to me, I think it will hurt KD more, more so than Chris Paul. Oh, yeah. And I still don't think they're the favorites. Um, they're the favorite to come out of the West, but I don't think they're better than Boston or Milwaukee. Well, I mean, I think for me, here we go again. <laughs> Phoenix is very top heavy. I mean, they mm-hmm. gave up a good deal in this KD trade. Yep. You no, know, who lost Cam Johnson? Uh, help me out. Who else did Mikhail Bridges? Mikhail Bridges obviously lost some picks. But I'm saying, I mean, you're, you're starting lineup. I mean, I thought you're starting lineup against anybody on paper. Yeah. DeAndre Aiden, Kevin Durant, Chris Paul, uh, Devin Booker, obviously. Who am I missing? Who's the fifth one? Um, I forget what the uh Yeah, off, off the top of my head. I mean, but I mean, but those four alone. Yeah. On paper, I mean it's just like wow. But I mean, here we go again. You gotta have some help. You gotta have some help. Yeah. You know, so I mean it's just Sitting back and wondering, like you, you probably this trade probably got Chris Paul maybe two more years. But I really felt like had this trade never gone down, I couldn't have seen Chris Paul playing beyond next year. Yeah. I mean, honestly, for what? I mean, before this trade, I had no faith in Phoenix at all. Like I said, you get to the playoffs and you're just gonna blow it anyway. Yeah. But now there's a real expectation now, like. What are they going to do? You know? And it's like the expectation is real. You know, in terms of not only are you expected to get there, but if y'all fall anything short of conference finals, it's going to be a letdown. Well, I think it'll get a pass this year because of the trade, you know, happening when it did. Obviously, yeah. you know, here at the, at the All-Star break. Need a but whole, one, yeah. Whole season. With a full year under the belt. Uh-huh. And, and like I said, I mean <laughs> – even they do win it all, like I said again, I think in the end you're still looking at Kevin Durant as a mercenary. You didn't lead a franchise to the title. You were just the weapon that joined a team that already had you no know, a set of weapons. The only difference between the Suns and the Warriors is that the Suns, this you no know, Orient, this uh, this uh, lineup of the Suns, this current lineup, they just didn't win it all, but they went to the finals. You know. Yeah. So it's just like, at least when you come in, yeah, you're just an extra piece, but you weren't able to get it all done yourself, you know? Agree. I, I feel I, I agree with the mercenary. He, at least with this one, and I get what you're saying, where it's not as bad as the Warriors, but we had no respect for Phoenix. After they lost that game seven, the way they lost that game seven last year, like, it didn't matter what they did. It was going to be like, you're going to have to show us in the playoffs. And, and I still don't – I mean, they're clearly the best team in the Western Conference right now with Kevin Durant. Um, Absolutely. We don't know what Golden State is. Denver – Denver is the exact same team as Phoenix. Like, you are a great regular season team, but in the playoffs, for whatever reason, you get locked down. Um, so I don't see anybody in the West that's going to be able to stop Phoenix – from getting to the finals, but I don't I don't care who the matchup is coming out of the East. I think the even if it's Philly, I like I think Philly I is still better than them. I, I, I couldn't go that far. I'll get I will give you Milwaukee. I will give you Boston. Um, if the I'm, I'm sorry, I'm just a fan of the way that he played. If the if yeah, the, the, he put something together, you know, I just feel like. They could they could make a run at it, but I mean between health and just again just trying to find a yeah. rhythm because right now with Kyle Lowry and of course now my boy Russ being out there, I don't know that, that, maybe that that's just my own personal decision. But definitely between Boston and Milwaukee, you know for sure I I, I would take them over Phoenix. But Philly, I, I I'm still not a believer. I'm not. If if Phoenix played Philly in the finals, I'm taking Phoenix. I would take I would, I would honestly take Phoenix in six. And if I was really being brave, I'd say in five. Now, I think Joel and B would eat DeAndre Ayton and whoever they backup center is for lunch. DeAndre Ayton will foul out in the first half. Like I mean, it's, it's it's a wrap. 
I mean, Joel and B, I mean, it'd be like Will all over again. No different than you no know, Will when he went up against Russ. You know, and for those who haven't had a chance yet, check out the uh, Bill Russell documentary on Netflix. It's a must-watch. You know, my all-time favorite uh, athlete. But again, I mean, of course, Joel's going to get his numbers. But at the end of the day, though, if you ain't getting the W, it's not going to matter. Yeah, see, I think they would. I, 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 that, that's how little bit of faith that I have in the Phoenix Suns, even with Kevin Durant. Um, I don't, I don't think he could, he could power them to a win over well, any like of the, the top teams in the East. Well, like I said, you know, I mean, I, I think with this addition, you know, with Kevin Durant, it just changed the whole dynamic. Because, like I said, for other teams, you really have to be careful. You have to pick your point. You have to respect what's on the floor. Mm-hmm. You know, and you know, no disrespect to Chris Paul, but I guess you can almost say in an advantage for him is that, you know, obviously we know Chris can score, but now he can really just orchestrate. Yeah. It's either you'll take Booker, you'll take KD, you'll take DeAndre, pick your poison. And when I need to, I'll get my buckets. We're going to make you guard somebody. And whoever it is you choose not to guard, we're going to make you pay. But like I said, again, for me, though, it's just like the death, like, what happens when it's time for those cats to come out? Because regardless of how great you are, everybody gets tired. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and I, I say, I just think for me, it's it's the depth, the bench of what kind of contributions they can get from their bench to go along with that that lineup. I said, because the pieces that they lost in Phoenix, man, those were some key pieces. Uh-huh. You know, I mean, if they <laughs> if they were able, well, it would have been impossible if they were able to keep those pieces. I mean, shoot, I would have said, even I would have threw up the white flag like, things better win. Yeah, like losing Bridges was so, he was their best defender, like well, night in, night out. He guarded the best perimeter player, like and, on the opposing team. Like now, Cam Johnson, I mean, that's, Cam that's Johnson was so versatile. Cam Johnson could do, like, he could guard a big, he had the, the range to stretch the floor. Like, he he had strong. Yeah. He could, he, he could go. But like, but like I said, you know, I mean, the Phoenix window, you know, I said it was closed originally, but now with this trade, <laughs> KD came through with the crowbar and said, mm-hmm. you know, he, he cracked it open a little bit. I think, we're, I think we're talking about maybe, like I said again, to me, two, three. Two, three years, that's it. Three might be pushing it, but definitely two. Yeah, three you is know, definitely pushing it because KD ain't young either, man. Don't let LeBron trick people to thinking that you can play as good as you can when you're old. He is not the exception. He's an anomaly. Like, Kevin Durant uh, is what, like 35, 36? Yeah. Like, Chris Paul old as hell. Like, yeah. And there's nothing to do with LeBron, and I'm going to get on that pacified so-and-so a little bit later. But, I mean, I'm just saying for me, I mean, yes, he is 35, but, I mean, just – the way his game is, the way he plays, I have no reason, just like with LeBron, even though I'm not saying they're the same, but until I see it, I have no reason to feel that KD's going to regress in another two years based on how his game plays. Only thing that will stop KD, again, would be his health. Yeah, and, and, and we're already saying, seeing Devin, he's, he's breaking. Right, and Devin and DeAndre, I mean, you're talking about cats who more or less are still in the early stages they're of young. their prime, not even in the full prime. But DeAndre Ayton... I don't. I don't even know if Phoenix like him. They just. They just realized we. That's where I was getting ready to go. We ain't, we ain't got nobody better, so we'll that's, just go ahead and keep you. That's where I was getting ready to go. I mean, and here's the thing, and, I, and I'm and I'm pulling for Monty Williams. You know, I'm definitely pulling for the brothers. Mm-hmm. Also, sport who the head coaches, but you know, obviously, we know the tension between him and uh, DeAndre Aiden. But I mean, with the with the situation that they have going on now. Now it becomes a thing of, and it kind of you know reminds me of LeBron. Like I said, we'll get to that in a little bit. But now it's about this, okay? Regardless of our personal issues, and maybe it's just because of my own personal, you know, approach to the game. It's like, yo, we got something we can win. Mm-hmm. What are you? What are you about? No, if if I'm if I'm the coach, I'm looking at you know I'm looking at DeAndre like, okay, so I mean, what are we doing? Yeah, you can be a key piece. And us really making a run at this. We already had one shot. We came up short. You know, and, and you know what Kat said about you, you know, and it's not too far the truth. Giannis pulled your car. Sure did. You know, so if you had any kind of pride, I mean, look, we have another opportunity. Not only could you nothing possibly get another shot at Giannis, but now we could really go out here and do some damage. 
So, I mean, what's it about? I mean, you're going to commit to this team, you know, commit to, you know, the whatever time we got left to try to get this thing together come the playoffs? That's all That's all Phoenix is really, to me, playing for right now. They're playing for, well, I mean, I think in the Western Conference, seeding shouldn't really matter that much because the Western yeah. Conference is just that crazy. Bottom line is, let's, let's get in. Let's get in. Let's find a rhythm, and then we'll go from there. Let's just go to work. But, you know, I said, but Kevin Durant, you know, <laughs> he's a mercenary, man. He's a mercenary, and even and if they win it, would it change my dynamic in terms of KD leading the team? I, not really. Yeah, like it, it, it's not gonna change my. It's not really gonna change my opinion too much. I said again, I was just said like, well, dude, you are an all-time great player. We're not taking that away from you, but on its face value, call spade a spade. You had your own franchise in the beginning. You chose, for whatever reason, to go to the team that didn't need you, that beat you, got your two. You left them when you were just better off. You should have just stayed. Possibly could have won a couple more. Tried to do it again on your own, but you tried to do it with your buddy. It blew up in your face. <laughs> and after all that happened, now you want to leave again. So it's like... <laughs> Every every opportunity that you had outside of the first first one with OKC, I mean, dog, it wasn't that you let anybody. You always had to join up with someone else. You know what I said? So I'm, I'm not going to call him a coward. He's, 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 you're just a mercenary. I mean, he's the easy money <laughs> sniper. You know, exactly. <laughs> you know, you called the bounty hunter. Like, yo, we got to <laughs> get him on the line. Uh, we got a job for you. <laughs> I'll be in town soon. KD came to Phoenix. They gave him that bag of gold. All right, KD, give give us what we asked you for. He should have been hopping on one one, one year deals. He should have been hopping on one year deals, hopping around. I'm I'm telling you, it it will help him a little bit if he does win one. But I'm telling you, if he doesn't, though, it's not going to take away from him in terms of of him as an all time great player. But in terms of like you know, when we break it down to like know the order of things I, i'm gonna have to look at and kind of leave my head to the side you now i was honestly thinking about this you know all-time great small forwards i'm going lebron bird and i see a lot of people put kd next based off his talent obviously but i'm sitting there like here i go again i'm putting scotty p there respectfully i'm not saying kd's not as talented as scotty p i believe he is a better player but in the dynamics of it all, I'm sitting there saying that Scotty P contributed to six rings alongside Michael Jordan. MJ never won without won without Scotty. It's true. When it Scotty, when Scotty they got traded, he got drafted. He came up right right there with Jordan. They got it done. Obviously, Scotty never won an MVP or nothing else like that. He doesn't have the individual accolades KD has. And that's what you no know, will slightly put KD above Scotty. But I'm just sitting there saying, in a nutshell, the whole the whole dynamic, I'm like, come on, man. This dude got three rings, so you had to jump around just to get him. I got to deduct a little bit. That's yeah. just for me. I would yeah. say Scotty, then I would put KD right under him. Yeah. But like I, I said, it's not just about talent with me. I'm just looking at the, the whole dynamic. Like, I got to look at the whole thing. You can sit and tell me Kevin Durant won three, four rings. Okay, but let's look at the circumstances he won the three, four rings. He should have. Yeah, I still, in, in good conscience, I can't put, I cannot put Scotty Pippen above Kevin Durant. And I, I love Pip. That's, that's you know, bull for life, man. Even even during that weird period, he was in Portland and, and Houston. We, we we still claim him in Chicago unless he's talking crazy about Mike and then we, we uh, have to dismiss him. But, yeah, in, in my rankings, Pip is a smooth five. Uh, K K D is ahead of him. Like can't I can't like I mean but that would tell me that you're basing just purely off his talent. No, not just off of talent. Just even 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 when it so you say he hopped from team to team. Scotty didn't hop when when Scotty had his own team in, in in Portland, he was the leader of that team and he or he was a part of one of the biggest collapses in, in sports history. You know what I mean? That's fair enough, but I mean, but let's be real though, we're not talking about a prime Scotty. By the time he went to that Portland team, Scotty was already starting on the decline. 
he was starting on a decline. I mean, we talking about Kevin Durant, man. He's the same age Scotty was during that time period, though. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, but I mean, but look what Scotty already accomplished by that time. Next to the goat, you know, say like Kevin Durant hasn't had a teammate like him. I mean, but no, but see, that's not fair though. It, I mean, we can't say we can't say it's because he just played with MJ. Come on, say it'd be different if MJ won without Scott. That's like that's like saying you no know, Magic only won five because he played next to Kareem. I mean, if you want to count 1998 and the finals, he won without Scotty because Scotty ain't show up that finals. I mean, oh. with his with his bulky back. So if you want to say that one, we can we can, we can call that one. You, we all saw the last dance. Scotty wasn't showing up. We we saw it. All I'm saying, like I said, I, I'm not saying that you're wrong. I'm just saying the way that I look at, like I said, if I if I'm putting purely talent alone, then my list would be completely different. It probably go LeBron, KD, Denver. If I'm looking at talent alone, but I mean, like I said, I'm not only looking at your talent. I'm not only looking at your individual accomplishments. You know, but I also got to see what you did in terms of you know how you led your teams. And I'm saying, like, when I think of all the all-time great small forwards, and even in terms of all-time great players, we can you know find all-time great players that more or less, quote unquote, jumped around to a certain degree. Mm-hmm. I mean, with the exception of well, help me. Um, well, no, no, well, Will got traded to the Sixers. Yeah, Magic and Bird did move. But no, I said, but he got traded to the Sixers, but he ended up winning a title there anyway. Not only ending the well dynasty streak of Boston, but at that time, I mean, that team was actually the best team of all time until your Bulls came around. No, it wasn't the Sixers, but they were one of the best. Lakers, yeah, of all time. yeah, they beat the Lake, Lakers record, but still, Wilt went there and won one. You know what I'm saying? Alongside Hal Greer and everything else like that. I'm saying, like I said, <laughs> I I got I can't dismiss. The route KD took to get the rings that he got. I said, I'm not taking away from his talent. I'm just saying, it's like, if he had gone anywhere else and maybe won those two, I probably wouldn't have ducked as much. But you went to the war. Who? <laughs> it's like I said about LeBron in that situation. Like, dude, if you'd have beat that Warrior team one time, if you'd have beat him once, I'd have called you to go. I wouldn't even argue. Because of going up against that. And you pulled it off? How can I make that argument? MJ never faced nothing like that. And you didn't pull it off, you get my vote for the go. But bottom line is they didn't. KD went up there, they smacked Cleveland twice. I said, it has to be more than talent for me. I said, you, you disagree. I'm not saying that you're wrong. But I'm, just not, I'm just saying I don't feel I need to be wrong the fact that that's the way I'm going to look at it because like you got rings. Based on the fact that you basically chased you chased him. Scotty won six and he contributed to six. He had to run nowhere. But I will say next to Mike tonight. Now on those Golden State teams, it was clear that Kevin Durant was the best player on that squad. Even with it being Steph's team, it was clear that it was his squad. Obviously, though, but I mean, here we go. We're talking about individual talent, though. Obviously. No, but he he it was clear it, even he was individual, player. but they deferred to that man. Like anytime the game was close, it wasn't going to Steph, it was going to Kevin Durant to bring him home. Okay, but that's just being smart though. Okay, if I, if I got you on my team, of course I'm gonna give you the ball. You're with the team. It still balances itself out. Clearly, he, he wasn't getting it done on his own. All that talent he had, let's say he had a three-one lead on Golden State. They blew it along with Russ. Same guy. But you decided to go join them because you like the way they play ball. You still got that same talent. Now you're just surrounded by a different team. Dare I say, with more talent than one of the teams you just left, the game's going to be easier for you. Obviously, you're the best player on the team. Nobody's denying that. But like I said, I mean, if you don't look up, if you don't look up and see that this dude, like I said, Golden State winning again without him just more or less hurts his case even more. That's what I'm saying. It wasn't like this dude came one, two, and left, and they never won again. He came one, two, left, and these cats basically came back and went right back to where they started from without him. So how much of a difference did it really make? We can make the argument, oh, maybe they wouldn't have four, but damn it, they would have had two. Yeah, but... And the question is, how many would KD have had he never gone to the Warriors? I don't think he would have had any. Thank you. Because I don't either. And like I said, we just saw it happen in Brooklyn. Yeah. 
just based off of how that okay, even if they were able to keep that oh, the moment James Harden left OKC, that whole dynamic it changed. They well, were remember, but remember though, it wasn't like he left on purpose. Yeah, I mean they chose him. Yeah, exactly. Like they basically just didn't want to pay him. Yeah, they chose Serge Ibaka over James Harden. So right, the moment the front office chose that route, it was a wrap. Plus, I mean, again, people are gonna. <laughs> I know it won't be a popular opinion, but me saying I would put Pippen above above Kevin Durant, but like I said I'm looking at it full circle. And if you're always, and I hate when people just constantly say Michael Jordan, Michael Jordan, Michael Jordan. It's a disrespect to Scottie P to act like he did not contribute at all. No, he did. MJ he did. didn't win a MJ didn't win nothing without Scottie Pippen. It's a fact. I don't care how much you love MJ. He didn't win without him. Everything they did, yeah, Mike got the MVPs, the finals MVPs, but everything he did was with Scottie Pippen by his side. It's true. So those <laughs> there are six rings on Scottie's fingers. This like there's six on Mike's. And neither one had to jump anywhere. They just built it up from the bottom up, and they got it done. And that's what I'm just sitting there saying. I mean, just for me, in a nutshell, not just talking individual talent, but just everything else. Yes, KD got an MVP. But here we go again. Scotty P was never going to necessarily get an MVP you know, run playing next to MJ. He had that one year when MJ was gone. You could have made an argument that Scotty P should have been an MVP candidate. He was. But exactly. he laid an egg in 95. Well, I'm just saying though, you know, I'm I'm just I'm just saying, because obviously you know the the dream, you know the dream was a beast. He was nobody's a beast. arguing that the dream. But Scotty Scotty could have got second. I'm just saying you ain't got to win, but you can you can put yourself in the argument. You know what I mean? Scotty wasn't even what, in the argument. That's what I'm saying. So I mean, it's just like Kevin Durant got his MVP. We understand that, but like I said, it's it's just circumstances. Sometimes it's not always just about you not being good enough. It's just about the circumstances that you're in. I said, I mean, in retrospect, I can look at my career. There, the numbers I didn't get, it wasn't because I couldn't get them. The circumstances of what I played under didn't present me the opportunity to really play my game. Will it be professionally, you know, college level, whatever? Could I have scored more points in college? Obviously, I could have. But I played the role I played on my team. Inside play, rebounding, defense, score when I have to. Not because I can't, but when I have to, because I play with a bunch of guys who shoot and they don't do much else but shoot. You know? So it's just like, again, it's just, it's just so many different dynamics to me that, once again, I know individually, talent for talent, Katie's better than Pippen. But in a nutshell, when I look at you know, the accomplishments in terms of the championships and the win, in terms of the way they got it, I mean, KD's way te- technically was, was easier. It was easier than Scotty's. Scotty helped Mike build a dynasty in the 90s. Not like KD joined a dynasty that beat him because he couldn't get it done with his own team. See, I don't know. And this is kind of off topic. I don't know if I can call Golden State a dynasty. Why not? It's, it's no different than the Spurs. And I don't call the Spurs a dynasty because you can't have a dynasty with a, within a dynasty because the Lakers three-peated in the midst of the Spurs dynasty. Dynasty. You can't. I mean, considering the fact that both teams won five, you know, I mean, especially you when can, you talk about I, I say you had a hell of a run, but I can't call you a dynasty. I mean, I, I'm sorry. I can't based off, again, the, the individuals included in that run. In the Spurs, obviously, we're talking about Duncan, Pop, you know, Manu, Tony. Of course, you got to throw in you know, the Admiral and all that. But, I mean, primarily we're talking about Pop and Duncan, right? Yeah, but they didn't even – did they even went back-to-back? I don't even know if they no, went they back-to-back. Back. Yeah, you can't be a dynasty without at least getting me a repeat. If we don't – if we ain't repeating, we ain't a dynasty, man. But you still won five. Yes, you won five. Every, but, and that's a, that's a hell of a year. run. That's a hell of a run, but ain't a dynasty. If if I Bill won, Russell had a dynasty because that man run eight straight. Jordan had a dynasty because he won three, lost two, won three. Because Houston, well, Houston wasn't well, a dynasty. They had a mind, uh, they had there an are those, But keep in mind, there are those who, who some say don't. Well, it's very rare, but there are some who make the argument that the Bulls weren't a dynasty. 
Oh, three in a row is a dynasty. Yes. I'm just saying for me, I, I would be more with you if it was different players all the time. Because like, put it this way. You talk about the Patriots dynasty in the NFL. They went a decade before they won again. I don't call them a dynasty either. Well, I'm, I'm saying, but the majority says that they are. Again, I think I, I think I, will, I think we I misuse that word all the time. Like, it, just like we just throw goat on everybody. Like, yeah, but that, that's 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 a to me that's a different argument. I'm just, I'm just saying we mis- misuse terms. We we misuse dynasty. We misuse goat. Like everybody's a goat. I I'll, like I said, we'll, we'll, we agree on the goat thing, but we'll have to agree to disagree on the on the dynasty thing. Like I said, for for me, like I said, it, it's about the players and the coaches involved that make the dynasty. Like I said, for me, because I have no problem saying that the Spurs and the Lakers, you know, Kobe's Lakers and Duncan Spurs, more or less split an era. Now, if I really want to nitpick. I say now whose era it was, I'd say Tim Duncan, because Tim Duncan at the end of the day has a much impress more impressive resume than Kobe's. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. But I mean, but pound for pound, I'm like this dude won five, this dude won five. They were basically fighting each other the entire time, mostly for the who to see who's going to the finals. Mm-hmm. You know so I'm saying I'm saying like, at the end of the day, you still won five in your run. Five to five. I mean, it's not. It's not like I'm talking about the Pistons or the Rockets. Now, I wouldn't call them a dynasty. They're great teams, but I wouldn't call them a dynasty. But anything more than two, or oh, excuse me, maybe anything more than three. More than three, I got, and it's the same coach, same star players, because role players change. But the same stars, I, I got to call you a dynasty. I can't like the 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 Ming dynasty didn't happen, and then it was a brief interlude for the Chang dynasty, only for the Ming to come back. Like, nah, that ain't how it went, man. Like, it was <laughs> dynasty. The Roman the Romans crumbled, and then a new one got built up. Like, that's why the the Lakers won three in a row in the midst of the supposed Spurs dynasty. Like, it ain't, ain't happening, man. Like, nah. But it wasn't unless. But think unless about it. Say, but it wasn't ninety. The, was 99 the beginning of the Spurs dynasty, or was that that well, it, it all depends on when you begin your, your beginning? Because for, for me, for me, the the dynasty, let's say it again, if it's more than three with the same coach, star player, players, if it's more than three, to me, that's the dynasty. It doesn't necessarily have to be consecutive. Like I said, I mean, nobody's ever gonna match my man Russell's run of eight straight. It's not going to happen. But the man ended up winning 11 out of his 13-year career. See, I think you have to have a consecutive just to even be put into the conversation <laughs> dynasty. If you ain't going back-to-back, you, you you have to at least go back-to-back. At I, least. I, I, see, I, I mean, I, I know what you're saying, and, and and part of me, I understand what you're saying. It's a sustained but, dominance. It's like, you got to be, can you not be the best team two years in a row? Like, it's like if you can win five, can you can you not just win two year, two years in a row? Well, here let me get you with this then. Ali never held on to the heavyweight title as long as Joe Lewis did, but we still recognize him as the greatest. Man, we called him the greatest like after the first uh, the first time. It wasn't that it wasn't it wasn't how long he had the title. It was the way he did it. He was the greatest. No, like the moment no, he knocked out Sonny no, Liston, it was a wrap. Well, no, well, no, well, no. I mean. I mean, in modern times, because he was already calling himself the greatest, he was. and everyone else is more or less, you know, you know started going within themselves. He, now he went on to, you know, went on to uh, confirm, validate his greatness after the fact. Now, when they when they took the title from him, right? Mm-hmm. They took the title from him. He was just known as the champ. Now he was still young as the greatest, but at the time there were still people who would probably say at the time that he wasn't the greatest at that time. There could have been an argument that was being made at that time. Stripped him of the title. He missed some of his prime years. He comes back, loses to uh, Frazier, you know, has to work his way back up, takes it from Foreman, wins the second one, right? Mm-hmm. Ends up losing it uh, later to, uh, uh, was it Sonny? Not Sonny. He, uh, who did he lose it to? Oh, my God. I see him in my, in my head. I can't remember his name. With the teeth and everything. Spinks. Ah, Yeah. 
He lost. He lost to uh, Spence. Then he he went on to become the first heavyweight to win the title three times. Now, once he did that, that more or less, more or less, at that time, validated his greatness. Now, there might be those because I'm no, I'm no boxing aficionado. I'm just going of what I know. A lot of people sit here and make the argument: Rocky Marciano. Now, this man was undefeated. Never lost. He died. That's how he lost the title. Rest in peace. But had he never died, this man never lost. And now we got Floyd Mayweather in present day who makes his argument, like I say, even though I don't agree with it, I can't hate the man for saying like, yo, why can I not put my name in the hat for being the greatest? Ali never did what I did. And you can't argue that he's right. He left the game unblemished, never lost. He broke Marciano's record. So I'm sitting there saying, I mean, that, that, <laughs> there are circumstances where I think there has to be exceptions in terms of how we look at certain things, where we're talking about the greatest, or we're talking about the dynasties. And I said, and for me, again, just because I didn't go back to back, if I come back and I, and I take it back from you repeatedly, <laughs> it has to mean something. Yeah. It means you are a really good team, a hell of a team, and are having a really good run. But, but five times, come on, man. Five five times is beyond being really good. It it is. But for three, but during that time period, three times in a row, the other team was the dynasty. They was whooping on you. Like you, yeah, you you would take it back, but then they'd smack you right back and get it right back. Like, I I have never called the Spurs a dynasty. Like, and I, 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 and I do. No way. You gotta win back I, to back, man. Like, the I Laker, the, the Showtime Laker dynasty? Yeah, man. They went back to back. I'm saying like that. But all did was my thing, though. Think you, about gotta, it. You, you gotta at least do it once. You gotta yeah. at least do it once. That, that, to me, is a very... That's just being picky. I'm sorry. Because you look at... they Look at the first three championships that they won. They basically won them in Spurs fashion, there were gaps in between, but because they end up going back to back on the on the tail end, that's what made them a dynasty. You got to do it at least once. You got to do it at least once. That's what separates. It's levels to this, man. Everybody can't have a dynasty. You know what I mean? That's what that's what separates everybody. If, if Magic got five and Duncan got five and Kobe got five, I mean, and the only thing you know take away to separate them is the fact that he went back to back. But I still got five like you do. <laughs> like I said again, and I said, agree to disagree. Like I, said, I hear you. It just like I say, I, I I still feel it's, it's a very unfair, it's a very unfair, you know, re, um, you know, request requirement, you know, to ask of a team <laughs> that you didn't go back to back by one five times. I went five times. Like I said I, I'm with you if you know each time we're like different players, but if the core remained the same. It gotta stay a dynasty. That's like looking at UConn. That's like looking at UConn saying, "No, you're not a dynasty." Oh man, they they went back. Well, at least during the 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 golden years, they went. They, they had a dynasty. Oh, Stewie, we miss you so much. <laughs> I'm just saying, man. Just, <laughs> we we rec we recognize them as much as it pains me to say, but I pay my respects. We recognize them as dynasties simply because of the fact. That again, that they have won, they have won consistently, regardless of the year, the decade. Just like my beloved Tennessee Bulls, at one time, once upon a time, they were they were the they standard. Were, they were the standard. They were they were the standard at one time. They won at different periods, and they just kept adding up. It's like okay, that's a dynasty right there. These counts keep winning. Like we are on the the precipice of a South Carolina dynasty, like which we, which which we are, which 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 we are. Like I said, again, it, like I said, I'm not. You're not wrong, brother. Like I said, we. It's just that our requirements are just different. Our requirements but you are different. For, for 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 me, like I said again, anything more than three. I mean, three or more. No, nah, I, I just. I, I, and we gotta make up your mind. Is it more than three? Is it more than three? Yeah. Okay. Fine. More than three, you're a dynasty in my eyes. You gotta be you're your dynasty in my eyes. If you're more than three, especially if in between, no. Well, 
I know what you said with the Lakers, but in most other cases, every other champion was different. Yeah, that's what makes it hard, man. Dynasties shouldn't be shouldn't just be all willy nilly. There should only be a handful. I mean, but no, I said again, the, those two teams from that era, like I said, those two all time great teams. You can't knock it. Mm-hmm. You know, like I said, I don't necessarily now I don't necessarily consider Bird's teams a dynasty. The three he won. Now no. they contribute to the overall dynasty of the Celtics. But I don't yeah, consider that his era a dynasty. Yeah, nah, nah. He didn't have a dynasty. Right. He 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 added to the Celtic lore, but he didn't. That's what I'm saying. It, you know what I'm saying? It, he didn't he didn't it have goes a dynasty. To the, the Celtic brand, as far as like the dynasty of the NBA, even though them and the Lakers are tied now. But I mean, but like I said, but you know, back to our original point, we kind of got off the subject there. Um I said Kevin Durant going to Phoenix, you know, is well, I said, it, it's a game changer. I said I give him a two, three year window max. I said it's gonna hurt him more. It will hurt his somewhat in terms of my eyes, his legacy in terms of how he won his championships. Mm-hmm. You know, we can always say he won them, but it's just like for me, it's just in the fashion of how he won. Them. You know, it's like, oh yeah, you're a great player, but for me, but <laughs> Like, look what you did. Like, dude, you were you were a mercenary. Yeah. Oh, first, first, first time you were a beggar, and now this time I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll give you a mercenary. I'm gonna give you the mercenary pass. That's why you you're you're a hired gun. <laughs> he the sniper. I mean, he he told us from the giddy up he was the sniper. Right. <laughs> All right. So let's let's switch topics and talk about your boy. Uh, the 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 end of Russ's Laker. Tenure, I mean, we we kind of saw the writing on the wall. I even think he saw the writing on the wall, um, especially as of late. The closer we got to the trade deadline, the more his name was just uh, being thrown out there uh, for trades. What did you think when it finally went down? I was happy because I felt that first of all, I owe Russ, I owe Russ an apology. Russ, I'm sorry. I mean, I don't, I'm not a big thing about, uh, I'm not a big believer in luck. I don't believe there's anything such as luck. I don't necessarily believe in curses and all that other jazz. But, you know, just for for the sake of the topic, Russ, I jinxed you. And I'm sorry. Before you even got to Lakers, three, four years ago, I was out with some people and the topic of Russ came up and I was like, you know, Russ just needs to be on a team. Wait, he had been a contender since OKC. You know, people made the argument. I was like, look, you can't say Houston. You can't say Washington. I was like, none of those teams were ever contender. I was like, but if this dude goes to the Lakers and plays with LeBron, I'm telling you, they'll have a shot at winning the title. Man, was I wrong. Oh, I got to eat that. And now I'm admitting that, Russ, I did you dirty, man. I, you know, there's some things that you got to own up. You know, your performance wasn't always the greatest. Obviously, I mean, turning the ball over is just kind of a thing that you do, but you know, you're shooting one of the greatest, but I mean, hell, we're talking about the Lakers. They're shooting still one of the greatest all that much anyway. But man, I feel I jinx you because for all the respect I have for LeBron James, who you know, recently broke the scoring record, I took it for granted that this dude has the competitive fire of a cigarette lighter. Man, <laughs> seriously, he does. LeBron James has the competitive fire of a cigarette lighter. What's killing me right now is all these people yelling about well, the Lakers are only two games out of six. And I'm like, but they've been there for two months. For two months. Before these trades even went down, the Lakers have been in the same damn spot. Mm-hmm. But because these trades go down, all of a sudden, now? Now they're supposed to be able to make a run? I mean, some people talk about they can't be making the conference finals. Really? I mean, are we really going to sit here and just completely be oblivious to, like I said again, the 10 to 15 games the Lakers have blown in closing time? But the game they could have won, but they could have damn near been in the top three right now. And, like, <laughs> I knew when Russ went there, man, that it, it was a situation that was possibly that he was going to end up being a scapegoat. And in some ways mm-hmm. he is, but I'm I'm, I'm sorry, Russ. I I, <laughs> I I shouldn't even said it. Maybe I should have asked you to go to the second team because I said either the Lakers 
or the Heat. And maybe I just feel because the Heat's, you know, culture, in my eyes, fit Russ better. I feel he has that kind of, you know, personality on the floor himself. He's a competitor. But no, not with this dude, LeBron James. No, man, I'm sorry. I'm so happy Russ is out of there because it's like, you know what? Give LeBron every damn thing he wants. I'll say it right now. LeBron James won't win another title unless he starts chasing rings too. And if he does, we need to revisit the GOAT conversation. He's not on my list. But if he starts ring chasing, he sure as hell won't be on my list. Give him everything he wants. Give him Kyrie next year. Give him everything he wants so I can't hear any more excuses when he doesn't win the title again. That's done. LeBron is not winning any more titles. I'm saying it right now. Because, <laughs> in fact, I said it about the jump. I was like, mm -hmm. if LeBron doesn't win with Russ, LeBron will never win again. It's done. Unless he starts chasing rings, <laughs> he becomes a mercenary like KD. <laughs> and I'm sorry, there's still levels of this. I'm not giving LeBron full credit if he leaves the Lakers and goes to somebody like the Warriors. Mm -hmm. If he goes to Denver. Hell, if he goes back to the Heat. I've no. seen that floated around, actually. No. I will not give him props for that. We know you can play. It's funny that people want to sit there and pick and choose, you know, when we want to applaud this whole, in year 20, he's averaging over 30 points, and then all of a sudden, well, he's in year 20. What do you expect? What? Mm -hmm. Inconsistent. You can't have what you want. <laughs> These catches beat the Pelicans. You'd have thought they damn near beat the Bucks. Yeah, they beat the Pelicans without Zion, and they were like, "This shows they're they're like, <laughs> like no, it doesn't. It doesn't show anything." And it was just a week ago they, they lost to the Pelicans, and they had a lead. And four to five players on that court that are still in the Lakers right now blew that game, including LeBron James and Anthony Davis. Mm -hmm. But you win this time. Oh my God. This is the this is the wind's gonna turn everything around. Man. I'm so happy Russ is gone. I don't blame Russ for taking some time off. I said, Russ, I feel bad, man. I I, I feel I jinxed you. I jinxed you. I I respect LeBron's talent, but I'm sorry. Just like I said before, I play with a lot of guys who are talented. I always used to say, if you don't play as hard as me, I, I can't respect you. Yeah. And I've always said, I've never played with anyone who wanted to win as bad as I have. Or as bad as I did. Because I was a guy who was much more talented than me. And I admit they were talented. But they didn't want to win as bad as I did? Nope. LeBron James, your pampered ass. Sitting up there at the Super Bowl, you look pretty fine to me. Yeah. Let's call a spade a spade. Everybody want to talk about this ankle injury. <laughs> it just seems very convenient that this dude sits up here, breaks the record, and now we're getting ready to celebrate this dude. Rightfully so, he should be recognized. But how convenient that you get you break the record in time for the All-Star break so you can be celebrated. Mr. Mm -hmm. You have to cut my head off and bury me seven feet under. Oh, 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 please. I'm begging. Oh, please. Let the Blakers be in the playoff run as the season dwindles down. I want to see if he does what he did last year. <laughs> and shut it down. Oh, oh, I better, I better not see you shut it down. You got everything you want now, right now, LeBron. You got shooters. You got lasers. But you're still sitting in the 13th spot. Oh, man, give this dude everything he wants. LeBron James will not win another title unless he becomes a mercenary himself and starts ring chasing. And any title he wins after the Lakers will get an asterisk from me. I hope Anthony Davis knows that he's on the clock. Like when Russ got traded, blame went from Russ now on to him. Like if they if they don't win, it will be Anthony Davis's fault. Oh yeah, I believe it. I said again. I mean, here we go again. I know I say stuff that people just don't like. Oh, excuse me, it gets me classified as a hater. But I'm saying if you really took the time and really actually watched. Name me another superstar who gets as pacified and gets as many excuses and passes as LeBron. I'll wait. 
In fact, name a GOAT candidate that gets the passes LeBron gets. Yeah, no GOAT candidate, but I will say uh, the Joker gets a lot of passes for, like, not, you know, just for not having even gotten to the finals yet and being yeah, almost like a, that's, see, that's a, different, a back-to-back though. MVP. It's like, mm, that, like, See, but that's different, though. That's different, though. You're you saying that he gets he gets passes because he hasn't made to the finals. That's fine. Okay? But generally when he, he gets passes, but generally mainly because of him. Yeah. I have never heard once people blame the roster on Denver for holding Joker back. That's why they didn't. No, win. no, no. They just never they won. just lose. They just lose. Joker didn't get it done. But with LeBron, oh my God. He didn't have no help. LeBron looked what he had. Oh, he had Russ. Russ couldn't shoot. Okay. Got shooters now. I'll tell you, next time I hear, well, you know, his his ankle wasn't right. Was, wasn't his ankle not right last year either? Right. So when was it going to get right? Leader, you've been two games out of the playoffs for the last two damn months. And I was, everybody started to act like this is like some type of epiphany that, oh, wow, they have a shot. You better have a shot. You better have a shot. Yeah. So I watched y'all blow. <laughs> the silver line and all this, I don't have to cheer for the Lakers anymore. Thank you. I don't have to put a gun to my head. No, I'm not going to say that. But I'm not going to feel like I'm going to bang my head against the wall because I can't watch the Laker games on NBA TV because it's on that you know, dumbass network they got out here. I can actually go watch Russ if he decides to go sign somewhere else on NBA TV. Mm-hmm. Oh, Hopefully for your sake, you don't go to the Clippers. <laughs> you know what, man? <laughs> Which, it, it could be likely if he doesn't want to move. It could be. I'm just... Personally, myself, like sitting here, I would like to see him. I, I said Miami is my second choice behind the whole Laker thing. Maybe I should have said Miami from the jump. But I only did because I feel it just fits his personality more. But then I'm hearing these reports saying that the front office of the Heat are hearing some, you know, concerning things about Russ. Like, concerning about what? This dude would just leave you mad for a six-man a year. Right. Uh, like, one thing I did not like, I thought it was like a Laker smear campaign like immediately following like the trade somebody like called that man a vampire for like sucking the life out of the room i'm like like what is going on here but you know what it is though it's these some of these you no know, quote-unquote experts that get on tv that don't like russ skip bayless old fossil ass and they sit there and run their mouths i'm sorry you get these drones who watching that it's just it's just easy to do mm-hmm. you just pile on yeah just pile on and that was like the thing that was like so confusing to me um like they will be complaining that like russ can't shoot russ is this like have they not watched russell westbrook like his entire career like it you would have thought they thought they were getting steph curry like he can't shoot like why is he shooting he turns the ball like that's how russ plays he's high energy like he's never been like a marksman like he gets you energy plays defense rebounds he gets a lot of he gets the effort plays he's a competitor yeah, which is it's why like, I would love to play that dude. And people keep going, he keeps turning the ball over. I'm like, well, hold on, you realize that you no, know, he and LeBron are only like separated by like 0.3. LeBron yeah. damn near averages as many turnovers as Russ does. But now we we can't do that to LeBron. Anything negative can't be said about LeBron. You can't do it. Oh, you're a hater, or you're a hater. You can't even you're like, hater. Just, yeah, you can't even. It's not even nitpicking. It's just being like you have the right to criticize. You know what I mean? Like no, he's not I, a perfect right player. To be objective, right? That's what it is. It's a big man objective. I know this dude is great. I know he's great. Who in their right mind didn't say or doesn't know LeBron James is great? It's not great. Who? Right. But because I can make an argument, if you want to look at me and say LeBron's the goat, I'd say no, he's not. And I can actually give you an intellectual argument on why this man is not the GOAT, and all you can get me back is you're a hater. Come on, man. LeBron, pacified-ass LeBron James. 
give him everything he wants. LeBron James ain't winning no other title. And I say, and when he and when he does, I believe he's gonna do it. <clears throat> when the hits the fan, when the when it all hits the fan, and it's time to go. And when Bronny, you know, eventually makes his way to the league, because I believe Bronny's gonna get drafted. His daddy got him drafted. Not saying Bronny can't who Bronny can go. That's a whole nother story to me. I mean, because I, I have particular feelings about like how he's on the McDonald's All-American game. And in that, but an, another day. <laughs> another day. We'll talk about another day. <laughs> we'll talk about another day. Like I said, I'm not gonna say you say Bronny can't go. I'm just saying. I was like, this comes from personal experience, believe. You know what? We'll do the topic another time. I don't want it to be no. I'm not hating uh-huh. on Brian. Uh-huh. Brian can hoop, but I'm he just saying, hoop. in my in my 30 plus, damn near 40 years I've been playing this game, the things that I've seen and from the experiences I've had, I'm telling you that <laughs> there's more to me, Seattle. That's all I'm gonna say. But the bottom line is, man, look, I'm happy for us being gone. I felt bad for Pat Bev getting traded because I know he seemed pretty excited. <laughs> I just want Russ. Here, here I go again. I just want Russ to go to a contender and just let this dude play. Mm-hmm. Cliche is too easy to sit here and pile on this dude. You know, I mean, because now it's just basically a bunch of drones and copycats that sit there and start doing the booing thing every time this dude shoots. Like, really? Come on, man. It's not even yeah. that serious. This man was a leading candidate for six man of the year. If he mm-hmm. doesn't win, it's simply because of the fact that he walked away. Mm-hmm. But I said, Kendrick Perkins and that mother, don't get me starting on him. When he sat up here and talked about he's not a team player, how can you not be a team player? You a leading candidate for six man of the year? Right. I said, these, all these old cliches, man. I said, I'm, I'm glad Russ is gone. But give LeBron, give LeBron everything he wants. Oh, give him everything he wants. Give him everything he wants. And when he doesn't win, I want to know why. Because I'm saying right now, he won't win another one. I'm going to mount that right next to my Brooklyn Nets statement. I'm going to mount that. <laughs> <laughs> if you listen to Creep Buff, hey, I'm going to mount right next to what I told your ass, how the Brooklyn Nets were a joke. <laughs> get another. We got to get banners made. We got to get some banners exactly. made. Put right next to it, LeBron James will not win another title unless he starts ring chasing and if we want to really keep it a buck, we can't honestly say that he didn't do it anyway. But I digress. <laughs> we can't say LeBron wasn't a ring chaser to begin with. Mm-hmm. See? <laughs> but I make me a hater. Same. <laughs> uh, all right. Before we wrap this up, we will, uh, we have to mention the coaching change that even I won't say change the coaching announcement that happened in Boston um, during this past week. Uh, Somebody lost his interim tag, which we all knew uh, which was going to be happening. Um, It's official that Ime Udoka is no longer the, you know, a Boston Celtic coach. So that means some sort of deal had to happen. Mm -hmm. Um, So, and that, that whole whole thing was just distasteful by the Boston Celtics organization. Wasn't a good look. Now, I wish the best to my man. Um, he appears to be a good coach. I forget what his name is. Joe, uh, Joe Mazzula? Yeah, Mazzula, yeah. Mazzula. So, I, I wish him the best. He appears to be a good coach. Mm-hmm. I, I like I like his whole get down. I like that he, you know, him and the coaching staff have, like, you know, their own little league that they play before each and every game. They, like, be on the court calling, you know, running running the game before the actual game starts. So I, I dig that. But I, this organization, it was, it was – there's a reason why some people don't want to go to Boston. And it, it just kind of showed itself during this, man. Like, what, what was your take on, on this whole situation? I'll be honestly truthful with you. You know, I honestly forgot all about Ime Udoka. Not necessarily about what he did, but I, I have not thought about Ime Udoka. And when I saw this announcement today – I just kind of, <laughs> I just chuckled a little bit because I just thought to myself, you knew you were going to do this anyway. Mm-hmm. Now, barring, barring a, com- a complete collapse by the Celtics, which I didn't expect, 
But I'm going to give, like you said, I'm going to give Missoula some credit. Under the circumstances that he came in and the role that he, you know, obtained, hey, that's great leadership right there. Yep. And I'm going to give props to the players themselves, you know, again, with the, again, the, if you want to call it a distraction with all the attention that you necessarily didn't want caused by the whole Ime Udoka situation, these cats more or less have stayed focused. They're trying to get back. Mm-hmm. They know what they got. They, and that's they want it. And, that, and that's a testament to, like I said, I mean, Missoula as a coach, and that's a testament to, to the team themselves. I mean, Jason Tatum as a leader, you know, um, um, Marcus Smart, you know, uh, Jalen Brown, those guys, I mean, they would not be moved. They're not being swayed, man. And, I mean, like, from an emotional standpoint, I would love for the Celtics to win this year, being though we're almost a year after, you know, my man Bill Russell has passed away. I think it would be very poetic for them to win the year after he died. Mm-hmm. But I mean, let's call it spade a spade, man. <laughs> the reports, whether you want to talk about them or not, if you know the story, you kind of realize why this all went down, and you realize why only Ime Udoka is the one more or less paying the price and getting smeared in all this. Yeah, you know, I'm not. I'm not going to go down that road. We we did it so many times. I'm not going to mm-hmm. go down. That road. I said, you t- take your time and and just take a look at the reports that are out there. We know why. I mean, <laughs> what's the old saying? Those who have the gold make the rules, right? Yep. And in this case, the front office of the Celtics have the gold. And they're making the rules. And by dropping the interim tag on Missoula, making him the official head coach, again, we're not saying that he doesn't deserve it. He's done a great job with them. The Celtics are looking really good. They are looking like contenders. They are looking like, you know, they're ready to go back to the finals and make up for what happened to them last year. And you got to give this man props for keeping them afloat, keeping them focused on everything that needs to be done. Again, under the you know umbrella of the whole Ime Udoka situation. And it's just that at the end of the day, man, i <laughs> reminder of the double standard that goes on not just in sports but just in life in general how things play to us rather than to those who aren't like us and laying the for those who listen like for those of us as black people in terms of those who aren't black i.e. white people I'm saying yeah you know I mean come on man seriously <laughs> you wait to the all-star break to finally go and get make this man a you know take the interim tag off I mean, you might as well just wait till damn near the season was over. Yeah. I mean, they've been balling. I mean, you you probably knew about a month in. I think we talked about before the season even started. And the thing we said again, barring this, barring a collapse, it's not like they're ever going to really give Emi a a fair shot to come back. Nope. I think we even said it on one of our episodes. He was never coming back. If you guys fall out, what would be the point? Right. You went through this much to basically keep him away, to get rid of him, to smear him, talking about what he did in the woman slash employee that he was initially in a consensual relationship with. Then all of a sudden it got changed to, oh, he used his position to force her. I was in there like, well, which one was it? Because if she consent- consensually you know, decide to do it. I'm sorry, you can't play victim with me, but I said, again, I'm not going to go down that road. I'm not going to mm-hmm. do it again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're not going to do that again. We we know we know why this happened. And again, it just, it, it's unfortunate. I, said, I really hope now that Eme is officially gone, <laughs> somebody sit down with Oprah. Um, <laughs> I think who else is out there now? Jennifer Hudson, whoever. Stephen A. Smith, Michael <laughs> Wilbon. Somebody sit down with Eme. He'll be on Tamara Hall. <laughs> That's where he'll be. Man, somebody sit down with this man and let's hear his side story. Begging for Nia. Like, come back to me, baby. No, no, I think that's done. It is done. Oh, no, I mean, I, I'll give Nia this, I'll give Nia this much because she even said so herself. It's like we said, the Celtics did this, knew what they were doing. Oh, yeah. I said, you could have easily kept this in-house. Sure could have. So you, you, you easily. They, they intentionally went out their way to make this man to discredit this man. 
And I gotta say again, we all know why. Mm-hmm. There's a reason why the woman involved in this situation has not been mentioned once. Now, one time, all you know is she worked for the team. Sadly, a lot of the ladies, and it, it is so unfair. But upon the initial report, I mean, damn near, they were throwing up pictures of damn near every woman that worked for the Celtics. That was very unfair. If they were on a website, like, they were being found. They were saying it's her. It was so unfair. But that little, you know, $2 apology from Brad Stevens, come on, man. Mm-hmm. That was all PR stuff. You knew you were supposed to do what you are supposed to do. But the bottom line is, you could have just kept your mouth shut. You didn't have to even put it out there in the first place. And it would have blown over. Email Udoka ain't the first one to do this. This is a tale as old as time. It's still mm-hmm. going on now. I bet money. Easy. Any amount you want to bet. Huh, it's going down right now. Multiple teams. And multiple sports. <laughs> right. Regardless of the level you have in the front office, somebody's doing some dirt. Mm-hmm. But e got out. When it should have by no by no stretch of the matter, should have never got out in the first place. Because honestly, at the end of the day, whose business was it? It was Emei's business. Nia's obviously because she's involved or was involved with Emei and whoever the woman was and whatever her situation was at home. Mm-hmm. You could have handled that inside, but I said we know why you did it though. So Emei, if you ever hear this, man, hey, please come out and sell your side of the story. Come on the pod. Come on the pod, Eme. Open invite. If we could ever get that all, oh, please do that. Please do that. It just but all the best to Joe Mazula, man. And you know, keep doing a great job. The Celtics are looking good. But yeah, I I'll just leave it at that, man. I'll leave it at that. It that's it. I, I got nothing else to say on it, Chief. I, yeah. I got nothing else to say on it. Indeed. Go ahead and drop your social, sir. Yes, sir. As always on Twitter, I am at the MCGOD as in David, I, B as in Victor, A, at the Mikadiva on Twitter. And I am at JSUG at J A Y S U G G, also on the Twitter. And until the next time, we out.